Welcome to another episode of Mission Connect, a podcast brought to you by Passion to Reach Ministries, designed to equip you with God's mission for your life. I'm your host, Emily James, here with co-host, founder and director of Passion to Reach Ministries, Pastor Fanu Ipe. Hi, Pastor Fanu. Hi, Emily. How are you doing today? Good, good. I'm so excited about the topic that we're talking about today. Uh, We've been talking, you know, this podcast to all of our listeners. This podcast is about connecting them to the mission of God for their life and helping them connect others to their mission. And so today we're going to be talking about how do we put away fears of reaching people? You know, a lot of times connecting to our mission is hindered by fears that maybe we hold on to or carry. So we're going to be talking specifically about that today. Awesome. You know, I think uh, this is a great uh, topic to discuss because um, there's a lot, probably the number one reason people do not share their faith and do not live on mission is because of some sort of fear that they have and they struggle with and they uh, they go through in life. And, you know, uh, I think part of it is sometimes we've had bad experiences in the past mm-hmm. uh, or people have planted uh, thoughts and ideas in our minds that are actually not accurate, but we've believed them. And because of those uh, falsehoods that we've accepted, uh, we've somehow uh, just buckled under the pressure of, my goodness, what would happen if this happens or if I don't do things the way I should be doing it uh, or sharing the way I should share. And uh, we just never even give it a shot. And so I think a lot of people uh, are living in fear, not knowing that they have the ability, not knowing they're great at it. You know, I always think, Emily, when we talk about stuff like this, about uh, uh, America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent, you know, these shows or American Idol, etc., where, you know, seemingly ordinary people come on stage. And you look at them, you're like, oh, this person's just going to flop. It's not going to go well. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. they open their mouth and say it's someone who's singing. And you just, everybody's floored. I mean, people yeah. are just, their jaws drop because they're like, I cannot believe that that talent is in that package. Mm-hmm. You know, because the person mm-hmm. on the outside does not reflect what is really inside of them. And I think every Christian uh, is the same, is that we have a great God living inside of us. The Bible says, he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. And yet on the outside, we walk around like, oh, you know what? I, I really couldn't do uh, mm-hmm. much more than what I'm doing today in life. And, you know, sometimes, too, it's even things like uh, we feel like our finances hold us back, our stage in life, or uh, even our age. You know, Pastor Fanu, it makes me think about you and, and Passion to Reach Ministries. Now, we've been running now for, what, 11 years, right? And I won't give away your age here on the podcast, but you were a young person when you started Passion yeah, to Reach Ministries. I was actually in my late teens, uh, uh, when I started the ministry and when I started uh, preaching the gospel. And, you know, uh, I remember those days. And you know what? I would uh, I would be lying if I were to say, which I don't ever say, uh, that I didn't have fears because I did have mm-hmm. fears, you know. And I think the, the, the key here, friends, as you're listening to this podcast, I want you to know this. Being afraid is not wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, the key is do what God's called you to do, even through the fear. Because fear will not stop you from succeeding if you just do what God's called you to do. So, Pastor Fanu, why don't you share a bit about how when Passion to Reach was starting, um, you you know, 
at that time you were doing a lot of uh, what well, you still are, but that time specifically you're doing a lot of uh, traveling, a lot of uh, reaching large communities in different areas of the world, and so, and then you're starting a ministry as a you know late teens and and that whole perception of I'm young, will people listen to me, and then also communicating the gospel sometimes in a lot of cities that rejected it or a lot of areas that um, weren't used to somebody coming in and doing that. So tell us a bit about how you um, overcame some of the fears that you had. Well, you know, I think my greatest uh, sense of fear was the fear of failing God. Uh, You know, the the idea that... uh, Somehow I was not equipped, I was not capable of doing what God called me to do, and that uh, somehow because of my lack of preparation or experience or age or, or whatever it may be, uh, that I would somehow go out there and, and attempt something for God, uh, and you know it wouldn't work out. And in the process, I would become a disappointment to the Lord. And I think a lot of people actually struggle with that. Mm. They, they, they'd rather not attempt something because they don't want to fail doing it and then disappoint the Lord, or at least they think that way. And for me, uh, I came to a place where it was really the Lord that ministered to me. Uh, I remember being very frustrated when I first started off and not seeing the the number of people saved that I would want to have seen seen saved in our meetings. Mm. And one day the Lord saying to me, uh, Finu, is this my ministry or your ministry? You know, and why are you doing what you're doing? And I came to a place where I said, God, this is what you've called me to do. And this is your ministry. And I am going to do what you've called me to do. And I'm going to leave the results to you. And Emily, it was the most freeing experience of my life where I came to a place where I said, you know what? The results belong to God. I can only do the best I can do in my human ability and the grace that God's given me. But beyond that, I'm going to leave the fruit of the ministry, the results of the ministry in the hands of the Lord. And the moment I did that, actually, I started seeing more results than I'd ever seen before Mm. because it Mm -hmm. wasn't me carrying it anymore. I had left it to the Lord uh, to figure that out. And I would just do and be obedient to what he had asked me to do. That's excellent. So today we're going to be going into about five different fears that we've kind of um, uh, come up with in terms of what hinders people from reaching people, from connecting to their mission, connecting others to their mission. But we also want to encourage our listeners that if they have a fear that they're uh, struggling with or something that they feel stops them from reaching people to email us and we can actually bring it up at our next podcast so they can email us at missionconnect at passiontoreach.com and they can again email us with any fear any uh, thing that you feel hinders you uh, from reaching people and we can address that at the next one if we don't specifically talk about it today listen I want to remind all of you to please subscribe if you're listening to this on iTunes or on some other platform please hit subscribe this way, every time we have new content available, it'll be sent right to you. Also, please take time to share the link uh, by email, by Facebook or Twitter. Uh, let people know uh, about this podcast. If it's helping you, it'll probably be helpful to someone that else that's listening as well. And I want you to know, friends, that as we uh, build a tribe of listeners uh, for this podcast, that we appreciate you so much. And really, your feedback means a lot to us. So uh, I know Emily just mentioned the email. I'll give it to you again. It's mission connect at passiontoreach.com. Please send us your feedback, your suggestions, your comments. We would love to hear from you. In fact, maybe some of you are saying, Pastor Finu, we just, I just want you to pray for us or pray for me. Uh, we would love to do that. So please uh, connect with us and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. 
Excellent. So fear number one that we're going to be talking about, or uh, I don't have enough availability. So First Timothy 4 verse 2 says, preach the word of God, be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. So I don't have enough availability. You know, this is a big one for, again, this, this, uh, generation that we're in where everything is go, go, go fast paced. You know, I, I'm a mother of three children. And so a lot of times this is very hard for me. You know, a lot of times we focus on, okay, I, I, you know, I have to, I have my children, I have my work, I have, I'm taking them from point A to point B. But you know, the best way to be able to uh, um, overcome this fear, this hindrance of feeling like we don't have time to give is, is allowing time in our week separating that time, being specific about planning out time where we can, you know, and sometimes it doesn't always have to be these long hours of, of spending time with people, but giving someone a phone call or, um, you know, heading to a coffee shop and giving yourself that extra time to be able to say, I'm going to connect with somebody if the time allows or the opportunity comes up today. I'm not in a rush. I've left early. I've given myself enough time because, you know, it says here in First Timothy, whether the time is favorable or not, you know, we need to be ready in season and out of season. Well, I think another area there, Emily, and I completely agree with you, uh, is not just the uh, the fear that I don't have enough time to connect with people, but the fear that I don't have enough time uh, allotted to be able to address the needs that people have. Mm. In, in the sense of, I may say, you know what, okay, great, I'm going to set an hour apart or 45 minutes apart once a week to connect with somebody. But the fear that, hey, when I walk away from that meeting in 45 minutes because I've got other responsibilities, that somehow that's inadequate, that time is ina- inadequate. And friend, let me just encourage you. God is able to take every word you share, every moment of time that mm-hmm, you give, mm-hmm. that you sow into someone's life. God is able to take that and accelerate it and to maximize it. So never feel like... Like, well, you know what? I only have 45 minutes. I only have an hour uh, a week to invest into someone's life. And that's not going to be enough. Don't ever think that. Always give the best you have. And God will actually maximize that time that you do give him. You know, and it makes me think, have you ever heard uh, someone say, I don't have the headspace yes. for this? You know, we use that a lot. Or I don't have the mental capacity to think about that right now. And sometimes even that is, we feel that's a few fear of ours of I don't have enough time but I also don't have enough you know I'm already thinking about this I already have my own issues and I'm already going through this and but that's why it's so important to refresh ourselves to be able to be connected to God and 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 not just give time for people but give time for our relationship with God to grow so that we are ready in those seasons that maybe um, we weren't fully prepared but we've been prepared in a sense of being connected to God and having ourselves refreshed and being able to pour that out into others. So let's talk about fear number two. I don't have enough boldness to speak to people. Well, you know, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 6, uh, 19 to 20, it says even Paul, uh, he had to speak 
uh, he had to ask God for boldness to speak. Uh, it says, and pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. Uh, I am in chains now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. And so this is a, a huge area of, of fear that people uh, struggle with is, am I going to be bold when I speak to people? Am I going to be able to communicate uh, boldly the truth of the gospel and uh, actually maybe even invite someone to make a commitment to Christ? And, and friend, you know, uh, again, I go back to this idea that it boldness doesn't mean that you don't have fear. It means that you function in spite of fear. Mm. And you know, Emily, when I was starting off in ministry, we talked about this a bit here. Uh, I was starting off at 18, 19, 20 years old and I was traveling and I was preaching and I was sharing uh, with thousands of people. I was afraid. I mean, I every time before I went up to speak, I was terrified of going up there. In fact, in my first four or five years of ministry, I remember almost every time I spoke, I would have fasted that day. Because I was so terrified that God, if I don't fast and pray and be in your presence all day, I don't even know. I don't think I can do this, you know. Mm -hmm. And yet, when I got up there and I was afraid and I wasn't sure how I would communicate what God had laid on my heart and how I would preach the gospel, especially in cities and areas. I remember once I was in this uh, in this town in uh, South India where it was a predominant uh, the, the people in the community were predominantly from another religious background, and we had, they never had a, such a mass meeting uh, in that city. And I remember uh, coming up during worship and getting the worship team to continue singing for an incredibly long period of time because I did not want to start speaking. Mm -hmm. I was so mm -hmm. afraid because I was like, what am I going to say? And yet I remember that meaning so many people came to faith in Christ. Right. So I was afraid, but I did it afraid. And so the idea that, you know what, you may be uh, struggling with this sense of fear, but you know how you develop boldness? Uh, you know, I, I think it's like uh, going to the gym. Right. When you get to the gym and you start to lift some weights, uh, you know, you, it's hard initially. You know, you're struggling and you're putting so much effort into it. Maybe all you can do is five reps or six reps, you know. But then as if you keep doing it over, say, two weeks or a month, all of a sudden the same weight that you could only do five or six reps with, now you can do 10 or 12 reps. Or mm -hmm. maybe you can mm -hmm. go to a higher weight, um, uh, you know, and, and you can do more reps. And, and all of a sudden you're thinking, well, what just happened? Well, when you challenged yourself in an area, your muscles began to develop in that area and you were able to handle more. I think it's the same thing when it comes to boldness. I think boldness is a muscle that you need to develop. Mm. And, and the more you begin to practice it, the more opportunities God will give you and the more your boldness will grow. So the idea here is you need to ask the Lord to give you the courage to function in spite of fear. Right. And if you yeah. will just speak, and friend, listen, you don't need to come across like this great, you know, orator that can explain the whole Bible. All you need to do is just talk to someone like you would talk to a friend and 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 literally just ask some questions and say, hey, can I just share with you my story and what God did for me? And here's what happened for me. And you may walk away thinking, oh, that wasn't a great presentation. I don't even think they, they understood anything or if it really impacted them. But you have no idea. As long as it's God's word and as long as it's God's work in your life that you shared, God will take that and use that. Mm -hmm. And a great way to, you know, even begin to do that is talk to yourself in the mirror and be able to share your testimony, uh, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and what you would share with people and practice what you what you say to them. That's excellent. That's so great. Number three is I don't feel called to minister. This is a big one for a lot of people. 
you know, they feel like it has to be a pastor, has to be an evangelist. It has to be, you know, um, these people that are called to a ministry. But in Luke 4, verse 18, it says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free. You know, that is a scripture for everyone. That doesn't say the pastor, doesn't say the evangelist, it doesn't say, you know, uh, somewhat uh, TV evangelist. It, it, it's specific to this, whoever the spirit of the Lord is upon has been called to bring good news to the poor. In fact, Emily, if that was true, that only ministers could do this, then we should shut down Mission Connect. Because <laughs> yes, the whole reason right. we're exactly. doing Mission Connect yeah. is because we believe that every individual, mm-hmm. every person can be a part of God's mission and can communicate the message of the mission with people in their sphere of influence. So absolutely, I think the scripture is great. I used to read the scripture for myself and keep uh, reminding myself that the spirit of the Lord is on me so I can share the gospel. So please look at that scripture, Luke 4, 18, and just speak that Mm -hmm. over your own life because God is calling you to bring good news and he wants to set people free when you share the gospel. You know, I love when you said speak that over yourself. And you know, that was one of the greatest ways or the biggest ways that I was able to move past this idea of, oh, do I, am I called? Is what am I called to? Or how can I minister to people? Or, and you know, being able to look at scriptures like this or scriptures where it talks about um, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is in you and speaking those over you of going, God, you've called me to minister. You have given me the power to to be able to um, minister to people, to, to bring the gospel message. And I think that is a great way of overcoming, you know, specifically this fear, but really all the fears that we're talking about and speaking those things over over ourselves. So, you know, when we feel like we're not called to minister or when we feel like we're not good enough, let's look, take these scriptures like Luke 4 verse 18 and speak them over our lives and be able to believe them um, even about ourselves. Amen. That's good. I think that's great. And I think we need to do that. That's how we build confidence. Excellent. So let's go on number four. I don't know enough. Wow, that's a that's huge a big one. one. So what would you say, Pastor Fanu, to someone that says, I don't know enough to be able to share with people or to reach people um, or to communicate the gospel? Well, I think one of the things we have to realize is revelation comes from God. Understanding comes from God. Knowledge comes from God. God is the one that makes the ultimate sense and is able to connect the dots in people's minds. And so uh, if, if we serve a God who is all wise and all knowing, then it follows that if we are in his presence, that he will uh, download, if you will, that knowledge and that information, that revelation into our lives and into our minds, into our spirits so we can communicate the gospel. The Bible says in Ephesians 1.17, asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. Ephesians 1.17. So that's a powerful scripture. Mm -hmm. It's just asking God. Friend, the first thing, Emily, I believe we need to do is ask God. 
Ask God for revelation. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for knowledge because he's the one who knows all things. In fact, not only does he know the word because he wrote the word, but he also knows the situation that's happening in that person's life. So God is able to connect the two. And in fact, I've had times when I tell to people, I don't know why the scripture is coming to me or I don't know why I'm saying this to you, Mm -hmm. but I just feel that God wants you to know this. And why? Because God, Holy Spirit, already knew what that person was going through and they would say something to the effect of, man, you have no idea what that means to me. You have no idea how well that connects to where I am in life today. And, you know, I have something about this that I, you know, when I started off, one of the things I I was challenged with was that I was, like I said, I was 19 or so. I was only in my second year of Bible college. Um, and, you know, I hadn't graduated. I have a, de- I have a degree or anything. And God, here God was calling me to travel around the world. In mm-hmm. fact, a funny story is my last semester at Bible college, year three, um, I actually uh, could not attend classes because of the number of meetings I was doing internationally. So the registrar of the, of the college said to me, why don't you bring us all your newsletters from your crusades around the world and we'll give you credits for your newsletters. Wow. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that's the trajectory that God took me in. And so mm-hmm. because of that, because when I was, so when I was first starting off, I totally felt incompetent. You know, I felt that I didn't have all the knowledge that I needed to mm-hmm. be able to communicate the gospel effectively. But you know what I did do? Here's what I did do. I used the knowledge I had. Mm. I didn't know all of the Bible, but I used the Bible I knew. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know every verse on salvation, but I used the verses I already knew. So I think the key here is start with what you know. Don't worry about what you don't know. Use what you know. And generally, what you know is connected to your story. Meaning you went through something in your life, you heard a God's word in that area of your life for that season of your life, and you experienced the fruit of that word. You actually experienced some results because of that. Well, use that. Share that. Talk about that. Start with what you know. And then when you do, the Bible says, you know, I love the verse that says, you know, open your mouth and I will fill it. Mm. And honestly, I've always followed that. I said, God, I'm going to open my mouth. I'm going to open up with what I do know. And if there are things that I don't know that I need to communicate, I'm going to believe that you're going to connect the dots for me and I'll be effective in being able to share with people. That's excellent. You know, God really equips us with everything that we need, including, you know, knowledge and understanding um, to be able to reach people and to uh, fulfill the mission that he's called us to. That's right. So this last one is another big one. Uh, People, especially this can be, you know, this is for all us believers, but especially those who um, maybe are new to the faith. And so, you know, they're excited, they have passion and they want to, you know, God's taken them out of pits of despair and they want to be able to share that with people. But they say things like, I have too many issues of my own, or they're maybe they're still dealing with things from the past, or, you know, maybe it's somebody who's been a believer for years, but they're going through, um, you know, a difficult season in their marriage or as a, a new parent. And so they feel like I've got too many of my own issues or my own problems. How can uh, we overcome that fear or that hindrance from reaching people? I think the reality is that every human being uh, has issues, is going through difficult times and moments in their life. And uh, we're all a work in progress. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, when you get to a, uh, when you get to an area or a building or a facility that's being built right now, there's a sign that says under construction. Mm-hmm. And I think 
almost every person who's a believer in Jesus can have that sign on them uh, because we're all under construction. God's working on us. And yeah. I think as long as you don't communicate to people that you are somehow perfect and better than them yeah. because you're already a believer in Jesus, uh, I, I think you're okay because I think people actually appreciate people that are honest about their struggles right. and say, listen, I do struggle in this area. I, I, it is not easy for me. And yet I'm able to overcome. I'm able to do what God's called me to do. I'm able to you know, move past that because of the grace of God that yeah. he's poured into me. So actually, I think that actually becomes a benefit. Like, like my mm-hmm. point is, it is easier to, like, you know, my story is that I was sick. So I find that I can minister to people who are sick very effectively. Right. You know, part of my story is when I lost my uh, brother uh, when he was 12 years old and I was 17. And so I had a death in my immediate family. Right. So I feel like I really connect with people that have lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. And so the thing that could be an issue or a weakness or an area that I was like, oh, that's a negative actually becomes a positive because I can identify with people that are going through the same thing. So I don't mean that, you know, I'm somehow going to live in sin so I can identify with people. That's not the point. The idea is that, hey, as you're working through your issues, if you're transparent with people and you're able to show them how God is helping you overcome those issues, then that's actually going to be a positive in sharing God's message and God's mission for their life. Yeah, it may... Makes me think of the phrase that I hear all the time, turn your mess into your message, right? And being able to take where God's uh, uh, pulled you out of and use that to be able to be the very thing that witnesses to people. You know, I think about when I came to know the Lord, I grew up in a Christian home, but really fell away from the Lord and got into a lot of... um, you know, uh, partying and the whole scene of drugs and alcohol. And so I carried a lot of shame and guilt. And then I remember the Lord saying to me, extend the same grace that I extended to you. And being able to, um, you know, understand that love of God that he has for us. And then being able to use that um, to witness to people and to bring them into that same knowledge of going, I know you feel some shame and guilt. I know you have maybe have some hurts in your past, but this is where God's taken me out of. In Psalm 103 verse 12, it says, He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. So as long as we move into that relationship with God and that, um, you know, we have to... He doesn't dwell on our past. He doesn't dwell on the things that, you know, that shame and guilt. So we need to move past that and be able not to f- completely forget it, but use it to ex- to love on people and to show them where they can get to in Christ. Amen. I completely agree. So in wrapping up in these fears, you know, God has given us the power to be able to reach people. And despite our season of life, our age, um, where we're at, what we've been through in our past, Matthew 28 verse 18 says, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. And then in 20 it says, I will be with you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So Jesus, you know, we've been given that authority and he is with us. He is there in every situation, in every moment that we're reaching people. So why don't we leave our listeners with three practical ways of how they can overcome the fears of reaching people. This is great because we want to really end the, uh, the conversation here today on a positive note, giving you some practical keys on how you can overcome fear and how you can live out God's mission for your life effectively. Number one, stay connected to God. 
Friend, listen, if you will stay connected, I cannot emphasize this enough. All of this, everything we're talking about, it's not some sort of a made up, um, you know, principle of communication or leadership or, or influence. It really all flows out of a relationship, an in-depth relationship with God. So number one, stay connected to God, meaning have time of de- times of devotion, have times when you read the Bible, you allow God to speak to you, have times of prayer and worship and stay in that close, intimate relationship with the Lord. Number two, believe what he says about you. When you read the Bible and the Bible tells you that you are more than a conqueror, guess mm-hmm. what? You are more than a conqueror. When the Bible says you can overcome, you can overcome. When the Bible says I have anointed you, as we just read uh, today in Luke chapter 4, verse 18, to bring good news, guess what? God has has anointed you. Yeah. Oh yeah, not some random person out there who's really talented. No, but you, as little as you may feel you are and insignificant as you feel you are, God has anointed you to do it. So believe what God says about you in his word. And number three, know that you've been called. Friend, listen, every one of us has been called. Remember what Jesus said to Peter and Andrew when he called them? He said to them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. That's the call of every Christian is to follow Jesus so we can fish for people, meaning we can reach people, we can connect with people, we can uh, lead people to salvation, we can disciple people and bring them and make them part of God's family and God's household. So you have been called no matter who you are or what stage in life or what stage in your relationship with God you're at. God is calling you for a specific plan and a purpose. Excellent. So again, we just want to encourage our listeners, if we didn't specifically talk about a fear or maybe something that you feel hinders you, to make sure to email us at missionconnect at passiontoreach.com with something that you want us to talk about. Maybe you want us to bring a scripture or a way that we can overcome that specific fear. So make sure to email us again. The address is uh, missionconnect at passiontoreach.com. And we just want to thank all our listeners once again for tuning in to another episode of Mission Connect. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Mission Connect. Join us next week. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes.